Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by DeVille DI Podcast. Hope everybody's feeling good today. I'm feeling great. My Father's Day gift came in the mail yesterday or well through UPS. I got this nice new gaming chair because everybody who listens, but now you should have figured out that DeVille DI is a gamer. And I had one of those little rocker chairs that sits on the floor. But DeVille is getting kind of up there in age, so... Man, it, <laughs> let's just put it like this. Getting in, this chair set right on the floor, right? And it rocks. And there's nothing on it that stops it from rocking. It's like if you sit, once you sit in it, it's going to move. When you try to get out of it, it's going to move. And let's just say getting in the chair for me was the easy part. It was hell sometimes trying to get out of it, especially when I was on that whiskey. So I had been looking at some gaming chairs, and my girl... And, you know, the kids decided they were going to get me a new gaming chair for Father's Day. Came. I was excited. Was texting my daughter while I was at work, asking her had the chair showed up because uh, it was ordered. And nice chair, you know, black and red, leather, big speaker in the back, Bluetooth, all that good stuff. So I'm excited. I'm texting her asking had it showed up, and she's like, no. Nah. Then probably 10, 20 minutes later, she texts me and she's like, your package is here. She's heard the truck pull up. And I was like, well, you know, don't worry about it. They'll leave it on the porch. They left it. <laughs> she tried to pull the package in the house, but she couldn't because it was too damn big and heavy. So I don't know why in my head I thought that it was going to be like in a big box. Like I assumed that since it was a chair, it was probably going to become assembled. But it didn't. I didn't know. I've never ordered a chair before. Anytime I've ever purchased something like that, I just went out and bought it. But I get home, and there's this box. And the box doesn't look like it can have a chair in it. And I open it up, and this chair is just in pieces. The arms aren't on the chair. The base of the chair isn't together. The piece that makes the chair move up and down. None of that is on the chair. So I pull out these instructions. And normally, DeVille wouldn't mess with instructions, you know, not until I've already screwed up putting the chair together. And then I'd be doubling back, trying to figure out where I went wrong. But today, I pulled out the instructions, and they were weird. You know how they have the, the alphabet, and then each letter would have a corresponding piece. But this corresponding piece wouldn't be labeled with the letter. It would be labeled with the actual name of what the piece is. So you got to look back and forth to read on the, the, the key to see that an A is this whatever bolt. And then you got to go look at this packaging of, of of bolts and screws and figure out which bolt that is. So it took me probably 20, 30 minutes to put it together. Light work. Man, sounds good when you hook it up. Everything, man. Loving this chair. But that's neither here nor there, man. Let's keep it going. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about stereotypes. We all use stereotypes and we all have stereotype people you know you might see young black guy come in with a hoodie or his pants hanging low and you assume that he lives one type of lifestyle you might see an asian kid and assume that they're smart um 
you might see a, a, a young white male walking into a school or something and you kind of keep your eye on him because you've never seen him before. He might shoot this hoe up. It was even not too long ago a comedian that mistook a, shi- a Sikh for uh, a Muslim and made a deal about it on a plane, recorded it on for... Um, Recorded it on, I think, Facebook or Instagram and caught a lot of hell behind it. But we all have stereotypes somewhere before. And let's be 100% honest. Stereotypes are partially based in truths or at least in truths to us. Because you may have never met a black person before. And so the only image you have in your head is what you've seen on TV, what you've seen on the news. And that's how you feel that black people are or you've maybe you've never been around a white male from the country so you automatically assume from things that you heard and movies that you've seen that they're all all white men from the country are, are you know racist whatever the stereotype may be we all have them and they're all they're all are based in some form of truth because there had there was something that happened somewhere down the line that made people um that made people, how do you say, develop these, these um, images of, of of the way people are in their heads. But the issue really is that when you start to live by these stereotypes, and you start to let these stereotypes influence how you interact with people, instead of giving people a chance to show you who they are. And what they're about, you just automatically take that stereotype, stereo, what, stereotype, and draw that little box, put them in that box, and close the lid and say, "This is who you are," because this is who I think you are, and that's some bullshit. We gotta stop treating each other like that. We have to get to know people on an individual basis, you know, and then you can develop your a real opinion on this person and how they they are versus just grouping and bunching everybody in because they look a certain way you know just because a guy wears a jersey doesn't mean he can play basketball so you know just because a guy wears a cowboy hat or a kufi doesn't mean you know they mean you any harm any miss you know any any don't want to do any thing to you it's basically what i'm trying to say but a lot of times that fear that comes from the unknown because at the end of the day we form these stereotypes because we actually don't know what these person are like or what these people are like we don't know we don't know them most people stick to close to the uh, the demographics and the, the 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 people the environment that they're raised in they base their judgment off of people that were in that environment in their developmental years so by the time they get to an adult you now you're just walking around and you're judging people based off of things ideas that you have in your head not even necessarily interactions or maybe interactions that you had with one or two people so now you just paint everybody with the same brush and feel like if they look like that if they look like this certain type of person then they have to they they have to act like that type of person too most likely they're the same as this guy just because you know they look the same or dress the same or whatever 
we got to stop doing that. We got to come out of that, man, and just let people be individuals, man. Let people be who they are. Y'all like that dramatic pause that I did? <laughs> Let's keep this show moving, man. Whoa. Hey, there was a fake Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard who just led the Toronto Raptors to their first uh, championship ever up in Toronto, the North. There was a fake Kawhi Leonard running around signing people's autographs. Somebody actually got him on video and posted it on social media. And I'm like, damn, that's wild. Because how can you... All right, for you to want somebody's autograph, that you would assume that you knew who that person was. So you would assume that you'd be able to differentiate between the real Kawhi Leonard and just some guy, if you were a real fan. Because, see, like, I'm a fan of Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade's one of my all-time favorite basketball players. And... If I see Dwayne Wade, I'm pretty sure I'll know Dwayne Wade from a guy who looks like Dwayne Wade. I ran in the shack one time up in uh, McDonough, McDonough, Georgia. And I real, as soon as I saw him, saw his face, I knew this wasn't just some tall guy. This was Shaq. So how is he out here? And he had on the jersey. Now, what's the odds that Kawhi Leonard, after the championship, is walking around the streets of Toronto wearing his, <laughs> wearing his damn jersey, man? Y'all got to be more careful. But it just goes to show, man, people would do anything for clout. Now, I look at it like this, though, too. It's one thing if, because I don't know, if he was out actually impersonating Kawhi Leonard, meaning that he was going around acting like he was Kawhi Leonard, or if he was just out and about minding his business and somebody approached him thinking that he was Kawhi Leonard, and he just ran with it because if if that was the case, if somebody approached him, he just ran with it just for the hell of it to have a good story to tell. Then I salute you, brother, because you pulled off a major troll. And those people are probably sitting at home right now thinking about it and and going over in the head and looking at that fake-ass autograph that you gave them and feeling quite salty right now because they thought they had a piece of history. <laughs> we going to keep this show rolling, man, but right now, we're going to take a little break so I can get myself together, give me a sip of water, and we're going to get right back at it. We've been hacked, people. I'm sorry to be the one that had to tell you, but I'm going to be the one that had to tell you. We've been hacked. That's right. They tapped into us. They tapped into us and got us addicted. Story time. Let's go down this rabbit hole. The other day, Saturday, I don't quite remember if it was Saturday or it was Sunday, but one of these days over the weekend, I was sitting at, um, in my old, dusty game chair, and the way I have it set up, I have a corner in the uh, what should be the dining area that no one dines in because we have like this little, uh, I don't know what it's called. This little shelf area in the kitchen where we have chairs set up. And everybody just sits there and eats instead of sitting around the table. So the table, the dining area has become like my space. I have my my laptop set over there, my mic. I have uh, a TV over in the corner. Then there's a stand to the left of me. And on that stand, I have my charger for my phone or whatever I have plugged up. So, boom, I'm sitting over there watching TV. 
as I normally do on Saturdays when I'm relaxing. But for some reason, I just kept feeling this need to check my phone. And I was jumping between Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I even went to Snapchat. And I'm hardly ever on Snapchat. But for some reason, for probably about an hour, hour and a half, I was just jumping. Boom, boom, boom. Back, 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 back. For for, for why, I had no idea. And I'm like, damn. I just kept, I put it down. And I just keep having this urge to be on my phone. Now, normally when I'm at, I spend a lot of time on my phone when, you know, um, I'm working. If I'm sitting at a computer and I'm typing up emails and stuff like that, I'll be jumping back and forth, checking my phone. But normally when I'm at the house, I'm not on my phone like that. It's just kind of sitting beside me and I'm, you know, watching TV, reading a book or playing the game or whatever I'm doing. But on that particular day, I was just really into that phone. Then today, I ran across a video of a man who claims to be an ex-Facebook executive. And I'm not going to play the audio, but basically what he was saying was that when they were designing these apps, they were designing them in an effort to, they they were trying to figure out how to take up as much of your time as they could. So they understood that the way to do that was attack into the human psyche by giving us these dopamine hits. Dopamine is like the same chemical that you would get that would be released, you know, like let's say if you were getting high or something good happens to you, but something that makes you feel good, your brain releases this dopamine, this euphoric, gives you this kind of euphoric feeling. So that was the aim of the app, Facebook, in the beginning was to figure out how to distribute this dopamine in a way to keep you occupied on your phone as long as possible. That was the intention because the longer that you're on there, you're putting your uh, you're putting more and more content because you're basically fiending for another hit of that dopamine. So you're gonna post another video, you're gonna you know post another status, you're gonna comment on somebody's stuff, you're gonna like somebody's stuff basically trying to gain that attention so that you can get that hit of dopamine when they like your comment or when they like your picture, when they comment on your post. And I was like, damn, because that's exactly what I was doing that day. When I thought back, when I saw the video, I thought back of that day, that day popped in my head. Everything happens for a reason. For a reason. I'm not one of those people that believes in coincidences. Things happen the way they are designed to happen based on the actions that we take, I think, is what DeVille thinks. But that was my problem that day. My social media was dry. It was flat. I didn't post a Growing Up DeVille episode because it was Father's Day weekend. It was my stepdaughter's birthday. So I was spending time with everybody, hanging out, movies, yada, yada, yada. I didn't sit down and record an episode, and I hadn't pre-recorded anything for that day, so I hadn't posted anything, um, any podcast, and I wasn't really doing a whole lot of posting uh, on social media, so that was the, that was the, that was, that was the urge that I was feeling, that was what was keep, kept drawing me back to social media to the point where I was even on Snapchat, because 
I wasn't getting that dopamine hit that I was normally getting from somebody going to check my stats on my podcast and seeing, hey, five more people just listened to it or somebody commented, you know, left a, a, a voice message on it or somebody uh, clapped if the people who listen on Anchor. If you don't listen on Anchor, then on Anchor they have a feature where you can hit the button and it actually claps and you get a clap. <laughs> you get a clap during the show and they'll tell you so-and-so applauded uh, your show. Shout-outs to uh, Dewan from Fried Oreo, too, man, because he be clapping it up on my show on a regular basis. Appreciate that, my guy. But that's what it was, man. I wasn't getting that those dopamine hits, so I was fiending for it, and I just kept jumping back on there, jumping back on there, jumping on back on there, and it just was not there. So now we've been hacked. They tapped into our psyche in there. That's dangerous, man. It's scary because once you get a person addicted to anything, then now you have the option to control them. And I think that's why you see so many people out here doing all this excess stuff in order to get clout, what they're calling, quote unquote, clout on these social media platforms. Yeah. But y'all didn't come here listening to me talk about that, though. Y'all came here for some discipline, right? I was watching The Shy over the weekend, man, and a little boy told the story that I had heard, but I hadn't heard in years. He was talking about the spider and the frog. Not the spider, the scorpion and the frog. So there's a scorpion, and he's on one side of his river or stream or whatever. He needs to get to the other side. So he convinces the frog to swim him to the other side. So... They get past halfway in there. You know, they're right around the area where the scorpion is starting to feel a little bit confident. So the scorpion stung the frog. And the frog, you know, he starts to fade out and he's drowning. He turns to the scorpion. He says, hey, man, I was helping you out. Why did you do this to me? And he told him, I'm a scorpion. It's what I do. It's in my nature. DeVille, what the hell is the point of this? Relax, I'm going to tell you. In life, you're going to run across frogs. You're going to run across scorpions. You're going to be in situations where you're going to have to realize whether you are the frog or the scorpion. You're going to be in situations where you're going to have to try to figure out if you are the frog or the scorpion. Different times in life, you're going to have to play either or role. If you choose to, you can always choose to be neither, but sometimes you're going to end up being that frog. Sometimes you're going to be, end up being a scorpion, but the key to surviving the situation is to recognize whether you are the frog or the scorpion, because if you're the frog and you decide you're going to help out the scorpion, you have to keep in mind that this is a scorpion. So you have to be on the lookout for that stinger. You have to be watching him and keeping track of what he's doing. You got to keep the conversation up to try to see where his head's at. And if all else fails, you got to be ready to dump him off of your back because he's a scorpion. And he's probably going to sting you eventually. That's what scorpions do. Now, if you're the scorpion, you're going to have to come to grips with the fact that you're being the scorpion. In the situation, you're going to have to come to grips with the fact that you are using this person strictly 
for the uh to achieve the objective that you have at hand and you have to come to grips with the fact that as soon as you get close enough to what you want you're gonna dump this person off now i'm not uh condoning this type of behavior but it happens and sometimes it's necessary and sometimes being a scorpion isn't really a bad thing you understand what i'm saying because you don't have to necessarily be fooling somebody into thinking that you're going to be buddies as you're playing the scorpion role. You just have to understand that this relationship is only set to last for a certain length of time because you're a scorp- you're being a scorpion and you're going to have to get rid of this person at some point. Doesn't mean you have to destroy them or throw them under the bus, but you have to come to grips with the fact that this person is only coming along for the ride for so far. Take this information, use it however you will. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Thank each and every last one of y'all who tune in to DeVille Di. Thoughts by DeVille Di, the podcast. Shout outs to Addicted to the Bags, Clothing. Shout outs to Yeah About That Podcast. Shout outs to, um, dang, I forgot about it. Point Blank Productions. Shout out to, uh, Always keep God first clothing. Appreciate y'all and what y'all done for me. I'm out of here. Peace.